I'm Christina Jurekides, and we're committed to making the seemingly impossible possible. We stand at the intersection of the values of humanity with the value of technology. Inspire for Impact, the podcast, is a place where we have conversations with inspirational entrepreneurs, community leaders, and representatives of organisations who are boldly creating a future by design. The good, the bad, the warts, and the inspiration. We're leading the way to be the change we want to see in the world. Conversations that bring to light the magic that is happening on a daily basis all over the globe. To another episode of Inspire for Impact, where we speak to the most inspirational, impactful people that we can find. And boy, have we found uh, a couple for you today. So I would love to introduce to you uh, John Owen and Brent Phillips, and they are both co-founder and directors at Genus, and I hope I've said that correctly. Uh, Saving the Planet with the Next Generation is the title of this podcast. Let's go straight into where, what do you do? Can you shed some light um, uh, to our listeners on the process of what it is that you do and the impact that you're trying to have? And I, I'll go to you, John, first. Sure. Um... Firstly, thank you for inviting us on. Um, what do we do? It's a big one. It's a big question with a big solution. We are addressing the most pressing issue of our time, which is avoiding climate catastrophe. Now, we all know that the world is uh, under pressure at the moment. And unfortunately, our kids know this too. You know, I'm a dad of two girls. Um, and I just hated, always hated the idea of kids growing up under this threat of, you know, existential dread, you know, worrying about the future of the planet. Uh, and I think the light bulb moment came when we were watching a nature documentary and they uh, they asked me, why is it like this? You know, when there was a, a section on habitat destruction and climate change. And I explained to them that a lot of adults don't understand climate change and, and some don't care. And at that point, I was thinking, well, if the adults don't get it, what chance do the kids stand? Yeah, and that's kind of where it all started. I, you know, I was good friends with our other co-founder, Jed, and we always wanted to start a business together. So we, we decided that that would be a very good place to start. We, we knew we wanted it to be impactful. We knew it meant had to mean something to us. Um, so that's the problem we started to address. Now, how do we do that? It's, it's really a gamified platform. So it's a, it's a web app and we're trying to make sustainability fun. So, you know, sustainability, especially in the eyes of kids, is seen as quite stale, you know, quite boring, quite hard or, or, or even an adult problem. And what we want to do is gamify it and make it as much fun as possible, because it's only by doing that that you can engage the kids. You know, they like playing. They like having fun. They're a digital generation. So if we're going to bring them along on the journey and help them to, you know, safeguard, you know, a sustainable future for themselves, it's got to be fun and it's got to be digital. So that's where we start. We're building an app that gamifies sustainability. Now, the the crux of our business and the real USP is that we start online and have things like quizzes and games and you know word searches and things like that all with sustainability topics but it also sends them out into the real world to undertake these kind of mini missions that have a, a positive impact on the planet and the idea for that is that number one it teaches them you know real life skills and experiences it has an, a positive impact in and of itself 
And, and finally, it gives them this sense of agency and this sense of hope and, and, and control. So it's a very hopeful um, journey that we're on, and, and I'm quite excited about how it's going. Brent, did you want to add anything to that? That was a pretty uh, pretty good explanation um, answer to the question, but have you got a different perspective or want to add to anything that John said? Yeah, I'm. Um, to be completely honest, I wasn't originally an environmentalist. I'm, uh, I'm still quite young. I'm 25. And the, what I resonated with, Janice, is, um, is how beneficial it would have been to me when I was in school, because I am naturally a techie. I'm I'm um, the CTO here at Genus, um, and being a techie, having a science background, I hear so much about climate change. I heard so much about climate change in school, um, but we're never given the tools to address it or the, the hope. I found it quite hard, boring, and even quite political. Um, so when I met Jed and, and John and heard all about the vision of Genus and what we're trying to do, it really resonated with me. Um, and the amount it's actually changed my life at home today. Um, some of the little things I do from, you know, taking soft plastic to Woolies now, changing my energy provider. I've got a little garden bed. I'm doing composting. It's all those little things um, that beforehand I just, I, I didn't know how, how much my individual contributions could make. So I really resonated with Genesis mission personally as well. So let's delve a little bit more into the app. Um, what is it about the app? What kind of games do you get? Um, you know, the different, uh, is it generational? Do you have some games for different? Is it, is it only for the, um, pointed at the young people? How does the whole gamification work? Because it is, uh, it is a remarkable tool to be able to bring people into a process is the, the whole gamification. Who doesn't love a good game? Mm. So I'll, I'll start with that and then hand over to Brent as, as the guy who's actually building it. He's probably more qualified to, to tell you about the detail of it. But, um, you know, what, the whole thing started when we watched a, a TEDx talk about gaming to solve real world problems. You know, gaming is such a huge market. There's something like three billion hours spent weekly across the planet of people playing games and 25 percent of that is by kids so there's this huge amount of resource and energy you know that, that goes into gaming and we just figured if you could turn a small percentage of that into something positive then then that's that's really hopeful that's really positive um in terms of gamifying it you know, we're very, we're always very careful that we say we're not building an arcade game or, you know, or, or a big platform game. What we're doing is we're bringing principles of gamification into our platform. Things like awards, levels, competition, you know, time, time specific challenges, uh, collaboration in between, you know, users, things like that. And the idea is that that maximizes engagement uh, and it maximizes the fun level for the kids. Um, on the platform itself, there's things like word searches and quizzes and, you know, they can watch videos and then answer questions on it and things like that. There's elements of social interaction as well. You know, we're not building a social platform and especially with kids, you've got to be quite careful with that. So we're very keen on maintaining privacy and safety uh, as, a, as a core value. But um, they are able to sort of share their journey with each other and they're allowed to interact and, and, and uh, react. To, to each other's missions. Um, and then going out into the real world, when they come back and they submit 
um, evidence for these missions. You know, there's things like genus coins that we give them that they can upgrade their avatars with, um, and we give them badges and points and things like that, and build them up into a you know a series of levels so they can literally go through the process over a number of years. And it's about micro, you know, micro validations and, and small celebrations of wins along the way. It's about making the kids feel good and it's about positive reinforcement and, and celebrating the wins. You know, it's critical. Um, I'll hand over to Brent now to give you a, a lowdown on some of the missions and, and activities. Great. Yeah, as John was saying, so it all starts online um with the gamified platform so some of the different aspects of that as john was talking about is is the challenge um challenging aspects there's the storytelling competition reward customization we've got about 30 different gaming principles that we apply to the platform um and, and we have some really really big aspirations for it so we're keeping an eye on the augmented reality and metaverse space longer term is where we want to try and get to but we do want to start with a a quite bare bones platform that really encourages the kids to get out into the real world. Um, and that real world uh, citizen science mission world is really important. So I might quickly speak a little bit about missions. Um, so a few different examples to give it, make it a bit more tangible. We've got things like uh, nature rehabilitation programs that the kids can get involved in. We've got things like taking uh, soft plastics to Woolies to get them red cycled creating different posters um, around you know getting a cafe to swap to sustainable packaging um, and all the way through to you know watching nature documentaries with friends so that you can start to inspire others as well john do you have any more to add there um i think you know we've got immediate plans for roblox and minecraft you know it's it's possible for us to set up a virtual classroom in minecraft where the kids can go in um, and, you know, we can have tiles on the wall where there's videos and they can watch, you know, they can watch David Attenborough do his thing and, and then answer some questions on it and things. So, it, it, you know, the, the potential is unlimited, really. It's just, um, you know, with all, with all startups, it's a resource thing. You know, there are constraints around money and time and personnel and things like that. But the way the different ways we can apply this and make it relevant in the kids world um, is, is quite exciting. So when you're talking about kids, what age group are we looking at? Um, like your ideal age group? Clearly there's people, you know, either side of the age group that we specify in any target market audience, but who would be your main, what's the main age group you're appealing to? Yeah, we're being quite practical about that. So eventually the roadmap is we want to be from K to 12. So for the whole of the school, you know, the school life cycle. But I think, you know, building something like that from day one is just insurmountable. So we were very, very kind of targeted with our launch market. And we've gone from, uh, for years uh, four to six, uh, and that's their stages two and three in primary school. So they're, they're between the age of eight and 12. And the reason for that, there's a few reasons actually. The, one of the reasons is that's the age of my kids. So I know that, that demographic pretty well. A lot of, you know, all of their friends are around that age too. Uh, also, they're very, you know, they're smart enough to get it, but they're keen enough to still want to. Uh, and also, you know, when we crack that age, we can then go down a few years down to K and then up into secondary school. And, you know, that's where the whole experience changes. We're aware that that kids are very different at the age of five to the age of eight and they're almost different species by the time they get to sort of 14, 15. So the whole experience is going to have to evolve through those age groups, which is another reason we only went with one specific 
group. Um, you know, so for example, in primary school, it's very much about it being teacher led and parent led, uh, you know, and, and it's about games and avatars and, you know, bright colors and simple instructions. But then when they get into their teens and tweens, it becomes more, you know, peer group uh, orientated and, and, and led. And I think it's more about social currency as well. So, you know, we'll be expecting them to build their own profiles on social media and tell the world about what they're doing and, and actually get out there and start affecting direct change rather than just um, following, you know, following a recommended path from Jenna's. So by the time they get to that age, hopefully they'll have had a few years in Jenna's already and they'll know what they're doing. I love the fact also that um, that that you are encouraging people to make small differences. We're very supportive of One Million Women and Natalie Isaacs just put a book out or her second book out and it's all about the, you know, almost the baby steps that you can take. And as you were saying before, Brent, it's the small things that every single person can do that can make a huge difference. And that's something that if we listen to the media a lot, we lose sight of. We think that unless we're making amazing, huge, big dints um in in you know in carbon or in 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 pollution etc plastic use etc that we're not doing anything but every single little bit that everybody can do helps what are some of the best examples um of outcomes from the program and from the app that you've run so far have you found um i'll just go back a single point before i answer that so it you're very right and it's you know right on the money that we're promoting personal responsibility and you know small direct actions within your own life and, and and at home that's that's fundamental to mindset almost and and developing the right kind of attitude towards sustainability but really our our vision is to get as many kids and families and teachers into this platform because the bigger this gets, you know, the more it becomes almost a systemic level change. You know, we want this to become a movement. And, you know, with millions of kids doing this globally, that is systemic. You know, that sends the right messages to society and to business and big oil and things like that. So it's very much a generational level change that we're targeting ultimately. But you're right, it starts at the grassroots. But in terms of you know some of the some of the benefits we've already seen i'll start at home you know when we were planning this you know brent's very keen on on developing and uh, you know applying an agile methodology so you know we we iterate very quickly and we pivot and things like that so we started with paper-based trials just with my kids and and some of their friends and we literally writing it down on paper and sending them out doing stuff and one example i always come back to because it's such a fond memory is um is a is a litter cleanup that we did at the basketball courts in bondi you know we took them out there one sunny day and gave them a bit of paper this is your mission agents off you go i'm watching them get so competitive and have so much fun doing something really really responsible and really positive for the planet you know that was a validation in the idea itself um so it's, it's possible for these kids to have fun while they're doing good and learning at the same time. That, that was that was a key memory for me. In terms of other you know outcomes, I think what we what we see all the time is that by sending these kids offline out into the real world, there's a number of things that happen. you know they develop these real life skills and you know problem solving skills and things like that. but also there's an element of community so it becomes almost like a mental health thing as well you know interacting with people in the real world out in the community really helps to develop these kids 
almost emotionally, not just in, in you know intellectually and academically. It's it's very much a social thing as well, and that's one of the one of the unforeseen things that we saw. You know that there that there's a real community and social benefit to this as well. Brent, have you got it? What's your favourite example of something that has you know a positive outcome of the work that you have all put into this project? Uh, I, to be honest, it's every single day. I was on a call at um, midday with a small school we're working with that has only four kids in it. Um, so very small. We're trying to work with a really wide range of school schools. But um, getting to watch the kids get really excited, what we did was we did a quiz um, and then a video on the, on the topic we just learned about as well. And then they answered another multiple choice quiz. And the kids were jumping up and down and screaming. So it's like, it's just the little things every single day, meeting with um, classes of students, things that you would typically find boring if you frame it in a really positive way and you understand how the kids engage with content, they get really excited about it. So I think that's that's what excites me the most. I think that's it's fantastic. The, you know, the, the pace um, that we can actually stimulate young minds to create those changes are, are quite incredible and I love what you said about taking them offline uh, it is very much about the social um, aspect of it but it's also about empowerment I think as well so we tend to worry less science says or research says that we tend to worry less if we feel that we're actively contributing uh, and I'm very interested in some of the research uh, because it, it is very real I'm not sure that our, our listeners would know exactly to what extent and I think you could both enlighten them that fear that comes um, that that is embedded into our youth at the moment about where the climate, how it's going to affect their lives, how it's going to how it is already affecting the planet. Can you shed some light on some of the research um, that you undertook in order to come up with uh, with the idea for the app? Yeah, of course. So there's a survey conducted by the Lancet, I think, in 2022, and it was. 10,000 children in 10 different countries. So truly global survey. Uh, it focused on, you know, uh, teenagers primarily, but there was something like, I think it was 84% of these respondents uh, are worried about the future of the planet. You know, they just have this climate anxiety. Um, so it, it, there's this whole generation growing up, you know, worrying about the future. And it's just, it's, it's not okay. Um, so I think that was a real, real tipping point for us, you know, to the point that we've now gone on, we're, we're doing work with, you know, child psychologists and, and things like that to produce blog posts for us about dealing with climate anxiety, you know, as a parent with your kid or directly as a kid sort of thing. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. This, this is almost endemic. And, you know, as a parent, personally, I, I'm not okay with that. But I also think these kids are engaged they do want to help you know we're seeing that more and more you know there's this kind of Greta effect whereby the kids are mobilized they're angry and and that's what we want to tap into it's like it's okay to feel angry and it's okay to feel scared but here is a solution and you're absolutely right about it being about empowerment it's showing the kids that they can create the sustainable future they deserve i'll just add to that as well um more on the sort of product or tech side and, and gaming side. So kids are spending upwards of 18 hours a week at the moment on games. Um, if we can utilize just a little bit of that time to get them out into the real world, admiring nature and, and how beautiful our planet is. And not only that, but then 
taking agency to to make change i think it's a huge win for everyone you're absolutely right you know what um I was in a webinar um, earlier this week with a group of sustainable educators and they were saying that, and, it, and it's so true, they were saying that you have to, as you grow up, you almost unlearn, you know, this, this instinctive connection you have with nature, you know, and especially in an urbanised society, you know, where more and more people live in big towns and cities, that connection to nature is at probably at its lowest point that it's ever been. And you almost have to sadly reintroduce that to a kid's life because by the time they get to sort of you know seven or eight nine they they don't play outside very much and they're certainly not out in forests and in mountains and the ocean and things like that so you, you know giving them the opportunity to get out there get their hands dirty interact not just with nature but you know with with animals understand animals and life cycles and habitats and ecosystems and all of that if you can make kids fall back in love with nature instantly by definition that you know they're a sustainability advocate you know they want to look after it they understand why it's important all we're doing really is kind of unlocking the door and, and letting them through once they get into that you know they're advocates for life I, I remember one cleanup that we actually had our um, our community take part in and it was it was only ever going to be a, a 10 minute cleanup uh, and I was absolutely gobsmacked. And I see rubbish on the on the shoreline all the time, but I was absolutely gobsmacked at how much rubbish we managed to collect in a 10-minute period in a small geographical, you know, area that we had selected for the cleanup. So I think there's, there's always things that can be done. So uh, absolutely um, in awe of what you're managing to do as a collective. How do, how do you make contact with the schools? How does that whole connection um schools parents children how does that whole connection happen i suppose that's down to kind of the the business model so we we work with schools we work with teachers and, and we've approached that in a in a kind of a bottom-up um strategy initially because you know we're literally reaching out to individual teachers passionate sustainability focused teachers or champion teachers in schools and we're saying you know work with us do you like what we're trying to do here can you help us and they became very quickly you know a very committed task force of teachers almost and they've helped us create a huge amount of content and lesson plans so our education platform is is designed by teachers for teachers and, th and that's absolutely critical so everything's mapped against the curriculum so teachers no longer have to choose between planet and curriculum because we bring the two together um, so we, we go from school to school and that's very normal but that's quite slow and laborious especially given how busy teachers are all the time but um, we're also going top down as well so we're having conversations at what we call the system level and, and that could be anything from uh, you know, a real life example is Education WA. We're having a conversation with them and they look after, you know, something like 500 schools. Um, and they like the idea of what we're doing well enough that they put some teachers into a project group for us so they can validate the, you know, the, the educational materials and the structure of the platform and how the kids interact with it and whether it serves, you know, the teacher's needs. Um, it can be also... Uh, there's Catholic dioceses that we're talking to. And, and again, these can represent 50, 80 schools at a time. So that part of the, you know, the sales function is, is very well mapped out. We're, we're fortunate enough to be working very closely with 
um, a very highly regarded ed tech consultant called Craig. He's one of our, we class him as a founder, you know, he works and, and he's vesting interest with us, um, equity rather. And Craig, you know, he's been in the game forever. And um, so he really helped us shape what that, you know, that product looked like for schools and, and how we how we talk to schools and what the what the sales function, you know, really looks like. So that was that was critical. There's um, the other the other revenue streams from a business model point of view. Um, you know, kids get a free profile in school, but they can then take that home to do their homework missions. Um, and they can upgrade into, um, you know, into a, almost it's almost like a freemium model. So they can upgrade for two ninety nine for a fuller experience. You know, unlimited missions, more more avatar options, that sort of thing. And then the the third revenue stream is commercial partnerships. So you know, we're we're actually proving the model there um, at the, as we speak. So the New South Wales government. Um, you know, they, they've got the Environmental Protection Agency and the EPA have an initiative called Love Food, Hate Waste. Um, so we're partnering with them and they've funded us to develop a load of classroom materials. So lesson plans, things like that, and some homework impact missions and, and also a marketing campaign around the whole initiative. So that's that's really positive, you know, just seeing us able to monetize the idea of brands coming in because we could speak to schools about sustainability that's quite exciting as well so i think we're running a, a young entrepreneurs program with um with a, a school at the moment and there is such an emphasis so these um these students are from year five to year eight uh, and the emphasis of all the things that they want to work on is very much climate related um, so it's interesting that that all this is kind of rising, you know, to the top all at once. I'd, I'd love to introduce you to, to um, some of the main advocates of that young entrepreneurship program there. Um, it, it's been absolutely wonderful speaking with you. I'd love to catch up with you again in probably around six months time and see um, where you're up to um, at that point. Have you got, have you, can you, what would be your final word to the people that are listening um, to this podcast? Uh, what would you, is there an, an action that you'd like people to take? Is there, um, is there some assistance that you need? You, you know, last comment from both of you, what, how do we best use these last few minutes? Okay, great. I think, um, can I give a, a URL? You can indeed, and we'll definitely put it in the notes. Okay, so genus.earth is where we live and you know it's very very simple it's like a two minute sign up process you can sign up as a parent or as a kid or as a teacher depending on on who's listening so that that's always great to get more people into the platform we're also currently crowdfund raising so we're over on virtual.com with a forward slash genus um so yeah we um we're going through the expression of interest phase with the public offer going live next week. So that's very, very exciting because that really resonates with our mission. You know, we exist to kind of democratize sustainability and crowdfunding is almost the same for finance. You know, we want to bring the whole of Australia along on the mission and, and, and on the journey. So that would be um, that would be a critical one for me. Brent, anything from you? Yeah, I think similar to the name of, of this podcast, um, with inspiration, it's not too late. You know, we can make a difference and our kids can lead that difference. Um, so please get involved. Look, thank you both so much for your time um, today. It, it has, I, I, 
absolutely love what you're doing. Love the fact that um, it, it does start the the younger we can implement causes uh, and give people that sense of empowerment to to change the world for good. Uh, I think you know that is such a remarkable thing, and utilizing the tech but also utilizing nature and everything is amazing. So congratulations on what you've, what you've all achieved. Uh, and I look forward to following your progress in the future. So thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks, Christina. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends, family, colleagues. Remember that we can always make a difference. So it doesn't matter how big or how small you think that difference can be, inspire somebody and have the impact that we all want to have to create a better planet for ourselves and all the future generations that are to come after us. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned for the next episode.